0: Welcome to our podcast do you speak culture sustainable insights from people around the world we are sydney and georgia from student hub core recording this daily podcast for the sustainable week switzerland 2021 in this format we talk to different young adults around the world about sustainable topics please note that we are not professionals and doing this for the first time enjoy today's episode
1: Hey Miriam, it's so great to have you here. Would you please introduce yourself?
0: Hi, um, I'm Miriam van Zael and I am a drone operator from Johannesburg, South Africa. And I was born in Johannesburg, South Africa.
1: Sweet, thank you so much. Let's start with those opening questions. If you would be Head of State of South Africa, what would you change?
0: In South Africa, we have a massive problem within our government of corruption, shameless, shameless corruptions, the stealing of billions of rands. So I would just want the enforcement of the law um, to be more strict. I would want people that are in higher positions to be held more accountable for their actions. So I think just the prosecution and the arrest and the investigation of the corruption that is ravaging our country.
1: Wow, yeah, that is an incredible change that you you got planned for that. And where do you you see South Africa in the next 10 years? I know this is such a hard question, especially with the last year with Corona, like changing everything and you can't plan anything anymore. But what do you envision?
0: It's such a difficult um, question, specifically in South Africa we we have a country Zimbabwe which is another African country that is beautiful it's got wonderful natural resources the people are wonderful and intelligent it's a great place but it was run into the ground by Mm -hmm. corruption and it feels like um 10 years from now it we could we could be i don't know having to leave our countries to to find a better future somewhere else or on the other side things could change drastically but it's very difficult to plan 10 years ahead in a country where you don't even know where where you'll be a month from
1: now wow yeah yeah i can imagine that being being like a really difficult situation to be in it is because we have a,
0: a really a lovely country and beautiful people and there's so much opportunity here but It's like having a household with horrible, horrible parents, you know. It has such a bad effect on on the kids and their ability to function and to be contributing members of society. So,
1: yeah, I I don't know, that's the honest answer. (laughs) Yeah, no, great. I mean, you know, honesty is what our world needs right now and it's not... I don't think it would be good to just belittle everything or just try to make everything like sound beautiful and that everything is positive and okay. So yeah, I do hope that um, things in South Africa will turn out all right. Um, So yeah, we are going to talk about a I mean, you kind of already said it a little bit. Um, We're going to talk about a topic that is close to your heart, and that is the social behavior towards foreigners in your country. So what is the social behavior towards foreigners in South Africa?
0: Um, There's a lot of animosity towards foreigners because there is a misconception that they are stealing jobs and they are bringing in prostitution and drugs and just a lot of, misinformed people needing to bring their anger out on somebody and the perfect scapegoat is a foreigner Mm. so instead of looking at ourselves and seeing what are we as south africans doing wrong we want to rather blame it on other people so yeah it's a big xenophobia is a big big issue in in south africa zimbabweans and Malawians, get murdered um taxi drivers who are foreigners their cars get set alight there was a case where a man was placed in the boot of his car and the car was set alight so it's quite a it's quite a big problem in south africa but it seems to fluctuate you know Mm. but within yeah i think especially in poorer communities it's a it's a big issue
1: and where are most of the foreigners? Like, what countries are the people like coming into South Africa? I think the biggest country is uh, Zimbabwe.
0: Um, that's the country I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Because people are just so desperate to create a, a future for themselves. You know, why why would that make anyone angry or offend them? We we should take people in with with open arms if they're fleeing another country, um, but we're dealing with our own issues, you know. It's like there's there's not enough jobs for South Africans, let alone for this influx of of foreigners or undocumented people. So I could understand the frustration, mm. but the reaction is so so violent and uh, yeah, it just
1: yeah. <laughs> Um, are there like government programs trying to, you know, include, for example, people from Zimbabwe into South African society or is it because you did say or you did mention that there's like a lot of corruption, but are there like governmental programs helping?
0: I'm sure I'm sure there might be, but I think the private sector is is doing the most to help hmm. to help people settle in a new country. Um, The government only really speaks out against xenophobia when there are violent protests and fights breaking out. You know, that's like trying to put a Band-Aid on an amputated arm. It's too little, Mm. too late. This education has to be continuous and from when someone's a child, they should be taught to love and accept others and, you know, some kindness. So our government doesn't do much. Hey, that is
1: so sad. It's extremely sad, yeah. And then you did mention that um, South Africa in general has like their own problems and that they're kind of concentrating more on that than on that fact of um, the social behavior towards foreigners. What are those, like, could you give a rough round of like what are your problems in South Africa currently?
0: So we have we have a bunch of, of socioeconomic issues. I think the big one being, rampant poverty Hmm. the gap between rich people and poor people is so massive it's it's almost different worlds and there's not a lot of um social support there's a lot of poverty joblessness alcoholism um gender-based violence is something that's also very very big in south africa uh sexual violence towards women and children and yeah often if, if a woman in south africa gets murdered it will probably be by the hands of her husband or her boyfriend or at least somebody she knows
1: yeah and do you have the feeling that the government does something about these problems at least once again it's it's totally in in
0: the the citizens get angry and people get angry and there's it's private organizations but our government only speaks out when people make a scene Mm. it's not an active thing often when women go to the police to report their their husbands for abusing them or uh, molesting their child or whatever the police will tell them is it really worth it you know to make a scene isn't it better to try and work it out so there's no support for women even if the woman does get the courage to um, speak out against an abuser, the the judicial system totally fails them. So there's no incentive for someone to report abuse. It's even more traumatic than the abuse itself for people.
1: Oh, wow. It's so crazy to think about that the government will only do something if there is an outrage because how, like that will just, that would make me just so much more angrier and especially noticing that you have to get like kind of violent and things have to like really go south for actually something to happen I mean that is yes, that is how should that ever change something right? yeah, I think
0: women and 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 men are are sick and tired I mean in south Africa the the biggest fear any woman has is to be raped or to be murdered Mm. if you're walking on the street you're always you know looking over your shoulders and that's like it's everyone feels that and that's no way for for the woman in your in the country to live and obviously men are also in in fear our country is quite violent and that again stems from social it's it's people are angry and frustrated and jobless and it's just a whole bunch of things that are working together to create quite a toxic environment. And the poorer you are, the worse it is.
1: What do you think, and this will be um, probably a hard question to answer again, but what do, you, like, what do you think would have to take place for this to happen? It sh- from the time that someone
0: reports a crime, the the officer that takes the statement should be trained the 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 person that takes a rape kit should also be trained there should be you know some some tenderness and kindness and care coming from Mm. police officials but that's yeah it's not the case A, a criminal can bribe someone to have their docket thrown away and then your crime doesn't even exist so Anything you can get out of almost any situation in South Africa because a lot of people are bribeable. So that even means if you do have a good cop and the case does go to court, it just takes someone in, in the courts to be corrupt. And then all the hard work goes down the drain. So our legal system really needs to be shaped up.
1: Wow. Yeah, that is that is so intense. Like I I mean, I I understand I know the feeling of, you know, when you're a woman and you're alone by yourself, like at night around the street. But I have always been in quite safe places, so I can't really imagine how it must feel to have that constant fear, especially knowing that if something happens, you actually want to do something about it. There's so little chance of anything happening. Yeah. 100%. I
0: mean, my my mates that are in America or in European countries, not all European countries are safe and every every country has their problems. We've recently seen that with America. Mm -hmm. But there is this sense of safety and peace of mind if you stop your car at a traffic light you aren't thinking, you know, look in all the side mirrors, watch out for a hijacker. Or if you were walking from one bar to another, you're thinking, is my phone in my bag? Do I have my pepper spray? Um, yeah, and it's not It's it's not even an over-dramatization. Every, every single person that I know in this country has been a direct victim of some sort of crime. Be it a petty crime, was a more vicious crime with all every single one of us have felt from and been affected by it.
1: That is so, that is, I, I can't really find words for it, to be honest. Um, but I think it's really great how, how honest you can speak about it. And especially without like blaming of the people more of like, you know, like governmental side, what is happening. Um, mm-hmm. It's a hundred percent the government. If people had jobs,
0: they wouldn't have to steal. If if people yeah. had access to, you know, mental health care, and even had a government that acknowledges, you know, mental health issues, hmm. a lot of these things wouldn't be happening, or they'd be happening less and less.
1: Yeah. Wow. I was like I'm sorry, I'm just out of words. Um you did you did mention like that you check for your pepper spray. Do you carry pepper spray around all the time? All the time. If I wow. go
0: filming in the city, I have to take two armed guards with me.
1: Wow. And
0: as much as it it and that's also just a precaution. I mean our our country is beautiful and we have wonderful restaurants and amazing bars and massive malls, but you have to have your wits about you the whole time hmm. there's never a moment of just you know having your guard down that's when i went to go visit my brother in the states for a for a month i've i finally kind of felt what it it might feel like to not have your guard up the whole time yeah not so it's yeah and it's worse once again the poorest of the poor get it the worst you know rich people can build higher walls get more expensive private security companies but poor people can't they can't escape it and it's uh it's our government our government has let us down completely
1: and is this something that has happened in the recent years like did it like get worse in the recent years? Or is this just an ongoing thing? It's, a, it's an ongoing thing and it, it, is, mm-hmm. it is gonna
0: get worse and worse as the population increases, especially now with COVID, a lot of people have lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. And once again, specifically with COVID, our government makes rash decisions without thinking things through. So they completely banned the sale of alcohol. Mm. And that is a massive industry in our country. And a lot of people lost their jobs, restaurants had to close. And I understand why we had to do it, but we tried to, in a third world country, implement the same protocols of a first world country. And it just, it doesn't work the same. I mean, rich, rich white people can self isolate for 11 days and Mm. that's fine. But a lot of people can't. They need to go to work every day. It's literally a matter of, of you know, life and death. I, I wonder, did I answer your question or did I get a little bit sidetracked? There?
1: No, no, no. Don't worry. All good. All good. Um, okay. I, I do want to hear a little bit like how is, because you did say that um, South Africa is kind of taking the same strategy as other, other countries. Um, with the whole COVID situation, how, like, what is your current, what is the current state of of COVID in South Africa?
0: So we've just come out of our, our second uh, wave. Mm -hmm. And just the reason we had to ban alcohol is medical workers begged the government, which I understand because South Africans have a, and we have a very unhealthy relationship with alcohol and trauma units are filled to the brim with stabbings and gunshots and just alcohol related, um, you know, traumas. And yeah, so we, we banned alcohol right now. There's a curfew. We have to be home by 11 restaurants need to close by 11. Uh, You can't have more than 50 people at a time. No large gatherings
1: yeah
0: yeah i don't really know it changes so often i i it's difficult to keep up i mean at one point they closed beaches and Mm. public parks but casinos stayed open and shopping malls
1: yeah i know same here like i sometimes first of all just as you said like i can't keep up because it's every like every week there's like something new and then just as you said like there's some things where i'm just like I don't really understand why that one thing is allowed but another is not allowed. It just, yeah. But then again, I'm not a politician and I'm not really, I don't have like the overview, but sometimes I do question and I do wonder, does this all make sense? Um, Yeah, but. Yeah, and it feels like you're free. Like, I mean, to go home and
0: to be told you have to be in your house at 11, if if you're outside your house unless you have a permit. Yeah. You know, you're going to get a massive fine. That's so weird to think there's such a, someone else is controlling your movements. Yeah. So it's quite, it's quite, but I understand, again, I understand in theory why they need to do it, but it's very difficult to, to take our gov- our government seriously and their rules purely based on our, our, our past with our government.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you did, you did mention that. So, I mean, is there like how much trust is there really right towards the government? Um, but to, to end this whole thing on a good note, um, what are you most proud of of (laughs) South Africa? Like, let's just switch this whole around. Wow. That's also, I could go, I could
0: speak just a whole hour about what I'm proud of. We are very (laughs) resilient people and we are happy and friendly and generally kind despite you know all our issues Mm. and our country is very beautiful it's a very beautiful country and all the foreign guests that i interact with and when foreign crews come shoot here they say we have good work ethic and we're just friendly so i think that would that would sum it up and we have a great i mean if things are bad they're bad but if they're good they're good we have a really good um you can have a really nice life here you can own a car and have a big property and travel quite often um without having to make ridiculous amounts of money hmm. so that's, that's nice. nice i mean something that would cost 200 dollars in america costs only 100 dollars here
1: okay I see well but it does sound like just what you said of like how the people are it sounds like you have such a great base to really like rise from all those problems and I hope you know the government just sees that what wonderful people are in that country and that it is worth of you know trying and, and breaking like those habits and um, breaking through those problems
0: yeah I, we, you would hope so But i think the strength of our country is is in the people Mm. um yeah despite all of the the crime and stuff you can have a really beautiful life here and we have great businesses and innovations and all of those things but it could be so much better that's the that's the thing this could be a thousand times better yeah
1: Well, thank you so much, Miriam, for that. Like, that was super interesting, really great insights. And thank you for speaking so open and honest about these things. This was our
0: last episode of Do You Speak Culture? Sustainable insights from people around the world for the Sustainable Week Switzerland 2021. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and that you speak culture now. We enjoyed talking to such a diverse group of young adults and we want to thank them again for all the interesting inputs and we learned a lot. Take care. Bye. Bye.